0: This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode 55 with guests Allison Leipzig and Michelle Goldblum. All links and resources you hear in this podcast can be found by going to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 55.
1: This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass.
2: And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy,
1: Andrea Owen.
0: Hey there, Ass Kickers. I'm so glad you're here for another episode of the podcast. And today is my first threesome. I have never had two guests on at the same time, so it was so much fun to talk to Michelle and Allison. And so let me tell you a little bit about them michelle was raised on a nature preserve in new york completely ensconced in her mother's spiritual retreat center community michelle has always been aware of the importance and benefits of living a conscious healthy and awakened life in her personal life michelle has always continued to embrace and expand upon her early learnings And allison allison graduated from washington university in st louis with a focus on communication design she completed her studies at the institute for integrative nutrition earning accreditation from the American Association of Drugless Practitioners. Additionally, she is a certified Reiki master. Her academic background in the visual and healing arts has given rise to her career path as a body confidence coach. She believes that creating the life you want means appreciating the beauty in your world. As an extension of her commitment to beauty and authenticity, Allison is an expert logo and branding designer for soul-centered businesses. And hey, guess what? Guess who's been making the podcast, the new podcast images for the Ass Life podcast. It's Allison. So I'm super excited to talk to them. They have created something together. They have created something so amazing called Soul Camp, and you'll hear a little bit about it in the podcast, among many other things. So without further ado, here is Michelle and Allison. Hello, ass kickers. And I'm here. This is my very first duo. Did you guys know that? Woo-woo! Oh it's my first um, no reset. I'm excited to have you all. Okay, so if you if you have missed it by now, um, I've been putting it in little blurbs at the bottom of my blog posts. Michelle and Allison have created something amazing called Soul Camp. So why don't you guys just take a minute, because I'm sure you explain it much better and with more excitement than I ever would. So take a minute and tell us what Soul Camp is.
3: Great. So hi, this is Michelle. So soul camp is a multi-day, multi-night, all-inclusive sleepaway camp for adults that is completely mind, body, spirit, wellness oriented. So we have brought in, um, we have two soul camps this year and we brought in for each of the camps. 40 to 50 of the top yoga instructors, meditation teachers, cardio, dance, workshop leaders, speakers, authors, meditation, you name it, we brought them yeah, in. like crystal it. people, like hypnotists, like, like way woo stuff. Astrology. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, wow. Part, that's a really woo-woo yeah, for me. I'm excited. Loyal. Yeah, everything, mind, body, spirit, woo-woo, like, you know, Health, ever, all, all oriented. You know, we brought in everyone literally that we could think of. Like, if this is what
2: you're into, it's your like orgasmic place. yeah
3: (laughs) Multi day, multi night. I love that. We put on and we put on a huge sleepaway camp. So everyone stays in bunks. Everyone eats meals in the dining hall. You know, all of those instructors and teachers and speakers that I just mentioned. They are the instructors for the weekend. And basically, people go from class to class to class to class. They pick and choose. You know, every single period between like 10 different classes to choose from. And, you know, you're in this beautiful outdoor oasis, um, with yeah. beautiful Lake and in the middle of nature. And, you know, we're all there together and we create our own universe really, um, at the sleep camps. camp. So nice. it's amazing. It's incredible.
0: Well, and something else that's really cool is that I'm going to be there. So yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Let's bring it back to me. Because yeah, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> So Where's, if y'all are right. interested, we're, we're going to talk about some woo stuff here in just a second. But if you go to soul.camp forward slash east, that's where I will be hanging out. And if you use the code, all one word, Andrea soul, they get a discount, right? And
3: that's, is that good for the rest of the time they can sign up? Yes. yep okay. and it's yeah. uh yeah that's a 20% discount and if they're on the west coast and not able to come to the east coast that we have soul camp West slash west and your discount code applies for that one as well
0: Oh, okay good to know good to know yeah, yeah it's a good thing I'm, I'm don't know these details. (laughs) That's why I have you guys on here. Okay, yes. So either one, I will be at the one in Soul Camp East. And that actually is a great segue for my very first question to both of you. So you both talk about the importance of play as adults. And I wrote about this in my book even. And I think, I think the belief is that we don't have enough time or that it's ridiculous. And so how do you encourage people to just start from the beginning?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that Michelle, uh, really how Soul Camp came to be is because Michelle and I, when we got together, we just started, like, cheering. Like, even before, you know, Andrea's seen us, like, cheering and, like, clapping. And, and that to us, like, when we're giggling and in that playful state, like, we are just so connected to each other, to ourselves, to the world and, like, the work we're doing. Um, but, you know, it is hard to start because as our adult, in our adult lives, we've been conditioned, like, work, you know, we have, we have a lot of responsibilities. So it's not even just like conditioning. It's like, we have a lot to do. Um, so putting aside some time for something that you love. So it might not be like, quote unquote, like what looks like fun or play to other people, but like you know, for example, for me, I love calligraphy. That might sound like hell to someone. Um, but I, like to me, yeah. Like, Michelle, <laughs> I to that. But, like I sit there and like, it's like so much fun. Like I love focusing on each letter form and it's just really, really great. Um, getting outside, um, even, you know, some forms of movement. I mean, all movement can be really, really fun, but you know, for me and Michelle, we actually, we love doing, exercise that really like gets us into that playful state where we're, you know, screaming affirmations out loud and just like jumping around. Um, So yeah, that's like, you know, it's important to just notice, I guess the question I would pose, you know, is like, when was the last time you had fun? Mm -hmm. When was the last time you really had pure unadulterated fun and acknowledging that, you know, maybe it's been a really long time. And, like, how can I start adding that in? Just asking yourself.
0: I, I love the examples that you gave because what it sounds like, and this is another thing I talk about, too, a lot, is just plain old creativity. And yes. I, 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 like, kind of shudder when I hear people say, like, oh, I'm just not creative. And I'm like, girl, yes, you are. Like oh, my God, I agree. Everyone is. And I, I kind of grew up thinking, I don't know if this was the experience for you, but I grew up thinking that creative people were, like, Concert pianists or artists that painted and things like that. And I was like, I never, for me, like I'm a writer and I never considered writing. A creative process at all until I became an adult, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that
2: is."
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I actually
2: agree. I used to even funny enough, like I was always the like the artsy one, like in art classes. But I would compare myself because there'd be these people that were like drawing, like their like emotional states, and like putting like sadness on a canvas. And I was like, <laughs> "I'm drawing butterflies." Like literally, I was like, uh-huh. "I'm not creative." Like I'm like like doing bubble letters, and like oh my gosh, remember that? It wasn't until I was an adult that like I was like, "Oh." right. Right. This is really creative. It's whenever you're in the process of creating, creating really, yeah. like doing, making, like do And that's what at, at, Soul Camp, we have a lot of like, we have someone create helping us create flower, flower crowns and dream catchers and using our hands because Mala beads and yes. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause there's a, there's like a few things that I like creative things that I would rather gouge my eyes out, like sewing or quilting or. Oh, yes, yeah, um, even like I don't love painting, it's just I just don't i I'm not in arts and crafts, like no, thank you, so uh, yeah and, and it just it can look like anything like cooking yes. and singing and baking, dancing, scrapbooking design, like I oh my god, like decorating no <laughs> <And> <laughs> someone help me, or like fashion like putting outfits together like yeah. that kind of stuff, it's all creativity, and I um. I, I totally attribute that to fun. So it, it sounds like that's what you're saying. And I think that that might kind of take the pressure off for some people.
2: Yes, totally. Totally. That's I right. mean, and it's also like, cause the only way you can have fun is if it's fun for you. Right. right. So like, yeah. If, if there's an outside version of like, this is what fun is. And like, you should right. have this play thing. It's like, it's like on any even spiritual path when someone says like, okay, meditation and green juice. And like, this is what's going to bring you closer to yourself. And like, if that
3: doesn't work for you, then that's not going to bring you closer yeah. to yourself. Mm-hmm. And we totally, you know, and that's a big reason that we have so many, like I can, for example, so many different things, right? Like it's not just yoga or it's not just, it's like such a wide array of things that, cause like what Ali just said, everyone's viewpoint of fun and everyone's, you know, what that means to them is so different. So, mm-hmm. you know, we really, we get that totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, in life it's like that. So like
2: exploring, like, you know, sometimes you might not know what it, it, what allows you to have fun, like what you like, like you might be in a place where you don't even know. So like starting to test out certain things, like with friends or even just by yourself, like, Oh, like maybe that one time I really liked cooking. Like, let me see if this can be fun for me. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Going back to, going back to old stuff that you did as a kid or a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start let's talk about stepping into your purpose because this is I love that. This is such a statement that gets thrown around in self-help. <laughs> Yeah, and personally, I think it puts pressure on women. I mean, even me, I start to panic when people say like, "Oh, that's so awesome that you found your purpose," and I'm like, "Oh my God, what if this isn't it? Like, am I, am <laughs> oh I, like, am Hold I, I going to get to heaven?" And then God's like, "No, I meant soccer coaching. You got it wrong." <laughs> so I, I just feel like it's so much pressure. So talk to us about what this means and looks like to you, because I love to get different people's opinions on what it means to step into your purpose. Yeah.
3: Well, first off, you know, I don't think that purpose necessarily means you have one purpose and that's it and either you find it or you don't. I think that, you know, purpose can change as you change and, you know, what you're meant to be doing can shift as you grow and as you go through things and as you learn new things and discover new things about yourself. So I don't, you know, so many people, you know, that I meet and that I work with, come and they're like, I haven't found my purpose. I haven't found my purpose. And you know, it's well, what makes you feel in the flow right now? Mm-hmm. You know, right now when you're talking about a certain thing or you're helping someone with a certain thing or you're, you know, thinking a certain thing, what makes you feel like connected and in the flow and like it comes like you could do it non stop forever. Like out for with Soul Camp for example, Allie and I, you know, we always say like we work I would say like, we're, we're sitting next to each other working like 10 to 15 hours a day, right? And everyone's like, oh my goodness, like how do you guys do that? And it doesn't, we don't, we forget even that this is like quote unquote job because this is just so much who we are and we are so in the flow when we're doing anything related to Soul Camp that it feels so much bigger than us. It doesn't feel like this is us working. You know, this is us trying to do things for ourselves. It's so much bigger than that. And it's like, it just feels that we're part of something that we have like the honor of, of being a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's, I mean, I know that Andrew was kind of a little all over the place, but I guess what I would say is find something that right. Don't think about my number one purpose on this earth before I die. It's for today, right now, what do I What could I do that I feel that I could just keep doing? And, you know.
0: Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com noise, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com noise to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com noise. i I want to do the things that matter to me for as long as possible, which is why I drink AG1 every morning to support my brain, gut, and immune health. All it takes is one scoop a day, and I'm laying the groundwork for long-term health. I know with AG1, I'm giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrient density. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to have them as a long-term time partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free 1-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and 5 free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com/noise. That's drinkag1.com/noise. Check it out.
3: Just segue. Last night I watched this movie on the guy who plays Big Bird. Um, oh. his name, I forgot his name, Carol Carol Pinney. And he's in his seventies. He has been puppeteering Big Bird for the past 40 years. And someone, you know, and he loves it. It's who he is. It's a part of him. He he is Big Bird. It is and someone said to him, like, you know, so do you ever think of retiring? And he said, I can't even imagine wanting to think about retiring and it has it's because it it so fills him and fuels him with you know getting in front of all those kids teaching all those kids every day you know being able to be of service in that way that it's like he doesn't look at it as his job or he doesn't look at it as oh am I getting more and more famous no one knows who he is he's in a big bird costume Mm -hmm. but (laughs) it's it's like (laughs) But it's such a part of his being and, like, what fills him up every day and gives him more energy. He's in his 70s and is still, wow. you know, it's amazing when you see what goes into, you know, him doing that. But, you know, again, just it's it's what fills you, what fuels you, what could you do without even thinking of wanting to stop for today, for right yeah. now.
2: And I just want to add one thing to that is that, you know, that thing of, like, what is it today? Because, you know, both Michelle and I do other things outside of Soul Camp at this point. You know, I started out as a graphic designer and I do body confidence coaching and I never in my wildest imaginations could have, I always say this, like I couldn't have imagined Soul Camp. Like, and that came to be because I kept listening and following each step along the way of like, okay, like now I'm supposed to be a graphic designer. Yeah. And, Um, and like, okay, now I'm supposed to coach these couple people and then soul Camp came, and, um, I was ready because I did the work from the other stuff. That's a
3: great point. Yeah. It's like every single step is leading you to exactly where you're supposed to go. Yeah. I I love that. The
0: whole being in the flow and, and I I love, I'm going to tag onto what you just said, Alison, because I I actually wrote a blog post about this recently. And I think that because personal, and excuse me if I go off on a rant here, because I was really ranty when I wrote the post. But I, because personal development, and this excites me, personal development is becoming like less, like only for hippies and more for like the regular people, which excites me to no end. And I think that, you know, like what I'm seeing happening is that all these people are hearing about... Um, stepping into their pur- purpose and do do what you're passionate about and things like that. And we make up like especially the women in my audience who are very black and white thinkers and they're high achievers. They're like, "All right, that's it. I'm going to quit my great paying job with benefits that I don't love, and I am going to become Big Bird, or I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to what I say over and over again. Honestly, is I, I'm going to um, I'm going to become a life coach and I'm going to start my life coaching business because that is Definitely following my purpose. And I get that because it's like they want to give back. They want to um, do something that matters in this world because they want to feel like they matter. And that's amazing and beautiful and gorgeous. And I love that. However, comma, <laughs> my point is that I think what's missing there, and I think that this is what our passions and purposes is, is honoring your values or, or you know, and it's very, very similar to what Danielle Laporte preaches and like your core desired feelings. Yeah. That's what people are missing, and so anyone yeah. listening who who missed my post, it's like, what are the things that are truly important to you in this life? And for a lot of people, for my listeners, it's definitely courage, mm-hmm. and it's for a lot of them, it's faith. And that's, um, I can't remember if it was Michelle or Allison that was talking about just sort of like following your intuition, getting in the flow. Like that's a lot. That has a lot to do with faith and just like trusting the universe. Um, and you know, things like love and just that type of stuff. So don't skip that. Like that is so much more important because you quitting your job and starting your life coaching business or personal development business is not going to solve your problems there. It's going to actually make it harder. So the whole point, the bottom line of that is work on your shit.
2: Yeah, totally. And I love what you said about courage because if you're wanting to embark on a path like that is unconventional. It takes a shit ton of totally. courage and I love that you talk about it cuz I mean again like I was it's like if I myself 5 years ago had saw what I was doing today I I would have been trembling like oh, what are you doing? And like it, again like stepping up each moment that like it calls for you to be courageous even if it's something so small to like have a conversation with someone that scares you yeah. and stepping into that and being like okay I can do this and like getting the support that you need to like remind you that you can do this, Mm. um, builds that muscle of courage. And like when you start building that, because honestly the fear doesn't always go away. It doesn't, Um, it stays, you know, like Michelle, Michelle is fearless. Michelle like really is fearless. I'm the one that has, I'm like, okay, like I, I do think I'm courageous because I have fear and I'm like, okay, I'm going to step in front of the audience and talk. And like, then it's like, it flows and it's totally okay. But like I have fear before, um, and it doesn't go away. So like when you build that muscle, that's when you can start creating massive impact because it doesn't, it's like that fear doesn't stop you anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not,
3: and you know Tony Robbins, who's a great mentor of both Ali and myself. You know he always says, if you're not scared, then you are not yeah. doing things at a big enough level. Yeah. He, if you are mm-hmm. not scared, then you're complacent, and there there should always be fear. You know the, that just me that just yeah. represents that you're playing at your peak. Um, and if not, then you're doing something wrong. And it's just what do you choose to do with that fear? You know it. It's right again. It's like face your fear but do it anyway. Right. You know, it's like yeah, there's fear. Yeah, I'm scared. But that doesn't immediately equal a no or a let me wait or or like or the, my or the, my intuition's telling me not to do right. it. No, 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 another, no. Another another amazing thing that we, you know, think also is, you know, if you think that you can't, you must. Mm-hmm. If you think that you can't, you mm-hmm. must. Yeah. Um, and just, it's like just taking that action and moving through the fear because the only way to no longer be scared is to take action through it. Um, it's, you know, and this yeah. is something that people have said for, for eons, which is like the, the, what the fear is, is really fear itself. Right. Because once you take action, it dissipates as soon as you, you know, call that guy, go on that date, you know, that. I mean, just, I'm saying that cause that's like my fear <laughs> stuff. Like I'm not scared. Like I don't have that fear in career and, and stuff like that. But when it comes to relationships, that's where it really shows up for mm-hmm. me. And it's like, as soon as I just go on that first date or then it's like, oh my gosh, it's like, I, right. it's like releasing the pressure hold yeah. um, by just by taking that action.
0: Yeah. And I, I say it all the time and I'm going to keep saying it in every single podcast and blog post until the entire world knows it is that. <laughs> because I I think there's a huge misconception about courage in that we become courageous and then we take action. And (laughs) what I, and the first person that I ever, I heard speak these words was Dr. Brené Brown. And she said that we, Ah, we can be be brave and afraid at the same time. And she said, I'm brave and afraid at the same moment all day, every day. And I, that's such an eye opener for so many people. And it was for myself at the time too, when I heard it, because I made up that there, you were either courageous or you were not. And I would look at these women that had all this confidence and I'm just like, that's not me. And I don't know how they got that way, but they were probably born that way. Or once you turn 50, you get it. Or it's some, something magic that, you know, I didn't know what it was. And then I finally realized like, oh my God, they, they still have fear like the rest of us, which I love fear. I mean, we kind of have a love-hate relationship, but I think it's a barometer of so many different things, and you can use it as a tool. I mean, that's what really feelings and emotions are. They're just telling us something. I mean, can you imagine if we didn't have them? Like, I I get all fired up when people are like, oh, fuck fear and totally get rid of your fear. And I'm like, slow down. (laughs)
2: Like, if you didn't have fear, you would be putting your hand on a burning stove. Like, that. Yeah. it's, help, it's, it's guiding. You're right. It's, it's guiding you. And it's, it's also sometimes it's helping you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, a lot okay. Okay. For sure.
0: bow show. Okay. For so, sure. so camp, uh, embodies, both play and something else that's really, 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 really important and that is Community with a capital C. Community. So, <laughs> so I think, I think, I hate to say it, but I think this becomes a problem for so many people when we get older. Like once we hit 30 and You know, like maybe our paths look different. Some of our friends get married. Some of them don't, you know, we, we move away and things like that and change jobs. So how do you encourage women to find their community of friends like in their local area?
2: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, it's not just soul camp that we think is, but going to things that are more than an hour lunch with someone. You know, we like when we're with or
3: our, a, a work or like a or a, a workshop that like you're sitting in or a, chair. a conference where you're just sitting in a chair. Yeah,
2: going to things that really excite you because those are your people. Because that those people are also really excited by that thing mm-hmm. that you're going to. Um, and like one thing about a retreat or a little like fun getaway. Like Soul Camp, for example, is that you're spending extended time with with new people that are all looking to make friends. So it's not just like okay, like yeah, I'm going to meet for a lot of lunch and coffee. Like let's have some small talk and hear about what you do in your job, or like this is like oh my god, you love yoga too? <gasps> let's make these mala beats together. What do you want your year to look like? How do you imagine your life in ten years? Like and you're really bonding um, and. You know, it's it's so true about, you know, once you hit 25 or 30, after that, it's really hard to meet people. Um, we had a couple, we had a lot of women in their 50s and 60s come to Soul Camp. And I, there's this one memory, this woman, Maria, and she's amazing. I'll never forget it. She came up to me and she was like hysterical crying. Hysterical. And she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I had to wait this long to find my friends and to find these incredible people and to have this much to feel this joy that I've been wanting my whole life. And, you know, that's that right there is like what we want people to experience. Like, Oh, these are my people. Yeah. Like this is what it means to live and feel and like have an amazing life.
3: And Allie and I, I think are both, you know, such have such incredible experience with the magic of community in our lives. And, you know, Beyond finding like-minded people that act as a sounding board and motivation and support and, you know, but being in the vibration of other people who want to be living at a life at a certain, in a certain way, feeling a certain way and being around and, you know, all being together in that vibration together, it takes your life to places that you never in a million years, you would never know. Because we lift each other up Mm -hmm. so high. So, <laughs> so But like, you know, it was for me, for me, it was, you know, me finding a community a few years ago, me finding this world and finding my people and finding my soul sisters and finding my soul community that allowed me to like, leave a long relationship, quit my job in my career, start, I am create start, you know, start a marketing agency. You know, it was like, I never in a million years would have even begun to think about doing anything like that before, you know, being in the vibration of these extraordinary women doing extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it just showed me, oh, wow, I'm that too. I can do it too. I'm that too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the com- importance of community is just so fundamental, let alone just for life, just yeah. to live a lo- life at your optimal oh. level. Yeah. a big sigh. Yeah. <laughs> big I, I,
2: I, that's my, like, when I'm like <laughs> that's, I do that when I'm like, yes. That's my, yeah. I'm I, in love with those words. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it's like, it's the thought of it. It's like, I, I've, you know, before I found the people that really have been supporting me and finally found, found my soul sisters, um, I really felt like so... I would say like lost and alone and really honestly on uh misunderstood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think when you find the people that like get how they are viewing life and viewing interactions the way that you
3: do, it's just like it is that sigh, like oh, oh yeah. And <laughs> to be able and to be able to have I once read a quote and it said like friendship begins the moment someone turns to you and says, You too mm-hmm. and it's um, you know, let, beyond just being in such high vibe and all that, but it's like finding people that you're able to be like, you know what, sometimes I feel really, really lonely even when I'm not alone. Or you know what, sometimes I feel like I'm a complete fraud and because I'm teaching X, Y, and Z and I speak about X, Y, and Z but I'm still dealing with X, Y, and Z. Or, yeah. you know, sometimes I just feel so disconnected to my husband or, or from my children or whatever it is, like just finding the people that you're able to like, say these things that you were sh- ashamed of yeah. or yeah. that you kept hidden in a box thinking that you were so different. And then just having 10, 15 other people voice back me too. Oh yeah. Me too. It's like, Oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm per- like, this yeah, is I'm all not broken. broken. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like
2: I'm not the only one like, Oh, like God didn't forget something about me. Right. Like this is normal. This is the normal human experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bills and other things to pay for don't just come bi-weekly and neither should your paycheck. The money you earn can be in your hands today with EARNIN. EARNIN is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the EARNIN app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use Earnin for unexpected doctor visits, vet bills, or even extra self-help books. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine, and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, "When I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind." Download Earnin today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in noise under podcast when you sign up. It's really helpful to the show. Noise under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnincom slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? I mean, that's what this show is all about, right? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you can do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscribers sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Their courses are so convenient and have helped me learn real-life conversation skills in Spanish. It's so easy to learn how to order food. That's where I get the most excited to use it, at Mexican restaurants, or ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation, etc. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a Lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at com slash noise. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash noise, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash noise. Rules and restrictions may apply. I see that over and over again in, in the communities that I run, I do a a seven day courage challenge three times a year. And if you guys missed it again and we just ran it and um, we're running it again in November. So it's, it's every single time I run either that or something like it over and over again, people are like, Oh my God, I thought I was the only one. And these are women that are in their forties, you know, and they've, they've been holding it in and holding it. That feeling of emotional loneliness Um. is, it sucks. It totally sucks. And it, well, I think what it does to us is it how ha- it, it aids us in creating this mask that we put on. And what I refer to yes. in the work that I do is armor. Like we armor up and, you know, we get up in the morning and we put on our armor. And for my people, that looks like perfectionism, people pleasing, isolation and control. Those are the big four. And because we don't, because we want to protect ourselves. And it's like, I don't blame anybody for that. I've been there. I've totally been there, but you're right. It's like, once we find those people that, What I like to say, like, talk about shit that matters. I mean, not that we have to talk about, I mean, I don't even like talking about personal development 24 7. And I'm like, I would really like to talk about countertops right now. (laughs) 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 Other than that. But it's not always easy. So, what I tell people too is like, keep trying. Like, you have to, A, declare it. Like, tell the universe that you're ready and, and yeah. one of the actions there is to work on yourself because it's one thing to say like the type of person that you want or the type of group that you want, but, like, what are you doing to show up and fully commit to that person as well? Totally. And, um, I love meetup.com. I think it's great. I think you can totally find people that love pugs or, yeah. <laughs> you know, people love that love slam up. poetry, like find your people. And I guarantee you're going to speak the same language. Like if you don't yeah. want to hang out with people that only talk about surface stuff, then go out there and take some action and try to meet your people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to take some courage because you're going to
2: be scared. Like I remember, you know, I found my, my community within, um, Gabrielle Bernstein's, uh, uh, first, when she had her first book, I like went to her book opening and I remember I was terrified. It was like something new and I was like, who's going to be there? I don't know. And I like made my friend come with me and I was scared. Um, but like my world opened up that night. You know, mm-hmm. and you're going to – there's going to be resistance that comes up. Like, we always see it with uh, people who sign up for Soul Camp. They're like, the, the inner kid, like, comes out. It's either like, yeah. oh, I have to be in the cool bunk. Like, you have to put me in the cool girls' bunk. And, like, we're <laughs> just – it's like, oh, that's your 13-year-old, like, wanting oh to be cool. Oh, my gosh, like,
0: yeah. Be alone, and, like, no one's going to like me. and like,
2: yep. I, yeah, it's not going to be like that, but if we get it.
0: Yeah. We get it. Yeah. Get it. Oh, wait. That reminds me of the when I went to – um when I went to get my certification and my training for – at the coaches training Institute, it's broken into five separate weekends that are about a month apart and it's in person. And the first weekend, like I look back at that first weekend and everybody has on like their best <laughs> clothes on, like, co- like almost like corporate. And then like by the fifth weekend we like don't even care. And it's just, yeah. it's, it really, I think that's a testament to that never goes away that yeah. all of us, no matter how old we are, there's a big difference between fitting in and belonging.
1: So Uh, fitting in
0: is when we try to basically fit in like we like putting on our mask. Okay. It's like, how do I need to dress? How do I need to act? How do I need to be in order for people to like me? And then belonging is when they like you no matter what. And you just are.
3: I love that. Come as you
0: are. Yeah. Which actually brings me, uh, it's a great segue for my, for my last question for you guys is this is like the self-help $64 million question. Are you ready?
2: (laughs) Yes. Ready. Okay.
0: How does one become their most authentic self? Mm. Dun dun dun!
3: <laughs> uh, I can I can just jump in and see if
0: uh, Wait, let me preface <laughs> let me preface your answers. Yeah, it's, I I I love like cheesy health self questions, and I I just love getting like different people's answers because they're so different. So whatever your
3: interpretation is is perfect. Yeah. I think. I can say for me, for me, finding my most authentic self started with stripping away all of the labels and stories that I told about the person that I was and that I, I should be. So that meant, you know, that even like I need to be, you know, someone who helps people every day. Even like I'm and I'm talking even like in this like um you know, wellness world. Like I'm someone who is like the light. I'm someone who is the love. Like I, you know, wear bright colors and, you know, I want to inspire people with every moment. Like that was, I lived that way for a while when I entered this community. And so it's almost like perfectionism in self-help. It professionalism yeah. in, like, I, I, I mean, I remember, I was like, I forgive everyone. Like, I, <laughs> everyone. I remember being, like, someone would be like, Pray so, for them. do you talk to your, you know, do you talk to your father or whatever? And I would be like, you know, I see him as a tiny child who needs love. <laughs> like, literally, I would be, like, quoting Louise Hay power cards and be like, I, you know, he did the best he can with what he got. And like, <laughs> like just being in this place of like, wow, I am the most inspirational person. And I remember even like every Facebook post I put out, everything, it was like this intentional, I am the light. And it's only, it's really, I mean, just in this last year and a half, I would say, that I started to be able to break that down. And I remember I would walk around you know, I joke about it now, but I walked around like with a. My iPhone had like a notes thing, and I would take notes of like, what do I really like? Yeah. Like, what do I. And I remember one day I wrote, I don't like wearing neon stretch pants. <laughs> and, it was, and it was like a relevation because Michelle I literally wore that. I wore that it every her. single day. Uniform. I was, my nickname, you know, like is pants <laughs> and I wore it every day. And then one day I'll never forget even where I was. I stopped in the middle of the street and I wrote it and I was like, holy shit. I don't like wearing that. And it started breaking down and like this whole, my whole concept of I am the love, I am the light, like this is what I'm supposed to be. This is spiritual. This is what started to crumble. And I was able to step into a darker side of me. I was able to step into, you know, experiencing all of the emotions, not just love and light. I was able to begin to see that that was an aspect of me, but not all of me. And it was a really scary time because mm-hmm. my whole identity really was, cr- was, was crumbling to the ground. And I had no idea if I am not the I am creative love bubble, then who am I? Mm-hmm. And from that place of destruction, from that place of of loss of identity and breakdown, emerged a woman that I am and that I've stepped into um, over these last, you know, 15 months. Um, and it's a co- continual process, I think, of more rediscovering and discovering and discovering my my most authentic self. But that has been a huge experience for me in The shedding away of the stories that I told myself of what I was supposed to be from a spiritual perspective, not like I need to make this much money and have this and have Mm -hmm. this. It was like, you know, it was it wasn't even that it was more internal, like I need the breaking away of what I labeled right and wrong within myself.
0: I I Uh, love that story. Okay. So Allison, I I want you to get to, if you have a, um, a definition too, but I want to, I want to tag on there because that speaks to a tool that I use, uh, for my people. And I want to use that example. Okay. So if anybody was on the free call, I did a couple months ago, I talked about, uh, ideal and unwanted identities, and so this is this is mm-hmm. from the Daring Way work that I do, um, Dr. Brené Brown's work that I'm certified in. Okay, so this is like I'm so excited. <laughs> I love this. What that points to, and what I hear is that because, like, take an area of your life, uh, everyone listening, take an area of your life, and for you, Michelle, that area was you called it like wellness or like your spiritual area of your life. So all of us have ideal identities and unwanted identities in every area of our life. And we often don't define them. So an ideal identity Hmm. for like your spiritual wellness area isn't like, I want people to think I'm evolved. Like you had created a story, like this big story. You needed to be this, 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 you needed to have this, you needed to do this. And so all of you listening, like sit down and write it down. Like in every area of your life, body, relationships, friendships, work, spirituality, we have these ideal identities and it's like these, it's perfectionism is what it is. So I'll just like cut to the chase. Yeah. So what we're doing is whether we know these ideal identities or not. And that's why I like people to know them because these are your triggers. And these are the things that The reason that we have them is because we're trying to stay out of shame, like not to get too deep down into the deep end, but that's right. Am I right? Like, if if you are anything but that, you know, you've, you've created an identity and people are going to think like, or you make up that people will be like, Michelle doesn't like neon pants. (laughs) (laughs) You mean she hasn't forgiven her father? (laughs) We make that up. Like I'm, I'm making up that you think that, but anyone listening like think about that like what are your ideal identities and and the unwanted identities are like the things that you would be mortified if people found out and a lot of these things are true about us you know that we haven't forgiven our ex boyfriend that we sometimes get pissed at our best friend that we get super um angry and snap at our kids and so like we don't want to be seen this way because that's the stuff that brings us shame so anyway i could go on and on about that so but i won't <laughs> I love this combo. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's really interesting because those are our triggers that either we're trying our damnedest. It's a cycle too. Like we keep going back and forth. We bounce back and forth. Like, okay. Don't want to be over there. So I'm going to hustle for my worthiness. But I, so what do we do? Like we end up trying to get back to our ideal identities and we end up in perfectionism. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, I'll stop right there. Allison. how does one become their most authentic self? Mm. So,
2: I believe in order what, when human beings want to make a change, we often have to hit this pain point and a breaking point where it's like enough, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can't live like this Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, and that for me was like, I I was graduating college and I just realized, like I was like thinking about my future. I was like, okay, I'm going to move to New York. Like I'm going to want to go on these interviews and get this job and I'm going to want to date. and I'm going to want to get my apartment. And I was like, I, I just saw that. Like, I wasn't myself at all. Like I couldn't imagine myself going to interviews with confidence and courage. Like I couldn't imagine myself ever going on a date. I couldn't imagine myself like living in this like beautiful apartment, but I was like, that's what I want. That's what I want. And, um, I think it comes from this decision. Like I am going to do Anything in order to feel for me, it was like I just want to be able to be me and not live in this place of insecurity and anxiety and stress and worrying about what people think about me because that is so it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. Oh. I'm a people pleaser and it is so exhausting. And it's still something I'm working on to this day, like just stripping down one day
0: at a time, girl. One day at a time.
2: Oh, yeah. dad. yes, oh, exactly. That. Oh. <laughs> Um, and it's exhausting. And that's the point, you know, I was like, all right, like I have to do something about this. And I didn't know what that was. And I, I you know, I'm not, I'm the kind of teacher, I think like we all have our own paths, So like, there's not one way, but like when you declare, I want this, you are going to be given every opportunity to face that fear, to step up and speak up for yourself, to, um, to face what it is that you've been hiding from. Uh, because that's really like you know, and when we are living in shame, we're high, we're hiding, mm-hmm. we're hiding parts of ourselves, and um, you know, so it just requires like stepping into the fire, like one step at a time, and yeah. doing it and doing it again and again and again, and then you wake up and you're like, okay, like I'm a little bit, I I feel a lot better today, and mm-hmm. it gets a little bit easier. Today. What'd you say? I say it gets a little bit easier every time you try it, because and- you know, because you know, you've learned. You're like, okay, if I do that there's a weight that's going to lift off my shoulder and I'm going to feel so much better. There's a reward that you've already like, you're like, yes, that's what I want. I'm going for that. Um, and you can taste it more the more you do it. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Yeah. And Allie stood up in front of, um, thousands and thousands of people at the last Tony Robbins immersion that we went to. And she stood up (laughs) with a microphone on all of the humongous screens and declared who she no longer was and who she was stepping into being. And I am, that is just such a Testament because ever since that moment, she really has stepped into that. For
2: me, it was dating. Like I used to have this story um, about how, you know, I I've actually never been in like a long-term relationship and it was something I just told myself, like you are, you've never been in a relationship. Like I've never been in a relationship and there was so much shame. And I remember like these like retreats I was doing and I'd have to say it that I've like never been in love. And it was just like, Oh, Oh my god and you know at Tony Robbins I was like holy shit I just had this realization that like I was my I was the one that was holding myself back it's not a problem that I wasn't in a relationship it's just that I'm scared and that's okay mm-hmm. so like let me just know that and like you know what I again how I'm saying like if you want something so bad you just have to access that that desire within you and I'm like and so I stood up and I was like I know that I was holding myself back and I'm going to be scared moving forward, but I want this. I want to experience love. So like I'm going to move through all of that fear so I can have it. And like, it was just, it was so
0: liberating. I love that story. And I love that. That's such, that's such a testimony to the fact that you can declare to the universe that you're ready for something and still be scared. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's okay. And tell the universe that like, I'm scared shitless right now, but I am ready. I'm ready to walk through the fear And be brave and afraid at the same time. And then when you name it, like, like now I don't feel like when I said it, I was so
2: scared. But now when you say like, I'm scared, it it releases some of its power. And even in like conversations, like Michelle and I had a conversation last week and I was afraid to say something and this is just my own shit. But I was like, and I said to her, I was like, before I started talking, I was like, I'm a little scared to say this. And then it was like, and then I could just talk. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm So it's really important to name When you're feeling that
0: way. That's what we say in coaching. Just say what's there. Say what's there. Exactly. (laughs) Totally. With kindness. All right, ladies. Thank you so much. And you guys, if you. you. That was wonderful. I loved it. Kick ass. And, of course, you can go to soul.camp to see east or west. Use the code ANDREASOUL, all one word, to get 20% off. And even if you don't end up at Soul Camp, I hope that you got something out of this little nuggets here and there to make your life, of course, more kick-ass. And I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye.